Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Wright Real Estate, and welcome to today's episode, How to Real Estate. And we have a special guest today, and <laughs> do you feel like a special guest? I mean, somewhat, yeah. <laughs> Okay, Stefan heard yeah. I got that right awesome and Stefan is here because he is he just is top level um, elevating our community and I wanted to bring him on and share what he's doing for the community for the children in our community so to speak um, and then also just get to know him so that when you see him around you can say hey I saw you on that podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay so tell us are you from Tahlequah that's the first thing I'm originally from Oklahoma City I uh, moved up to Tahlequah in 2012 when I took a scholarship to play football here at MSU. Oh, I didn't realize that. So you were an athlete at yes. college level. Yes. Okay. What position did you play in football? I played defensive back. I came in as wide receiver, and then uh, my redshirt sophomore year, I got moved over to defensive back. Okay, nice. And so that was your game? Yes, I guess I learned I was supposed to be on a different side of the ball, so I'm glad they switched me over, you know. Okay, a little late in the career, though, right? I mean, it worked out for the best because I actually, after college, I got to play a little professional football also. What? Where did you play? So I went to the L.A. Rams for preseason, and I played two years in Canada. We did not know that. Yeah. That is amazing. Oh, well, congratulations. Appreciate That's so cool. Yeah. So you traveled the world but chose to come back to Tahlequah. Well, uh, my mom and everybody asked me, like, why don't you go back to the city? And I'm like, um, I don't know. I lived there my whole life, and I kind of like Tahlequah. I experienced new stuff when I got here. Like, in the city, I've never been fishing. I've never... Um, shotguns and I never did all that. You know what I'm saying? So I came to Tahlequah and it was just like a... So you're a country boy at heart. Uh, right? You just didn't know it. No, I got the city life in me. I just like, <laughs> probably like a little country stuff. You know? A little above. Yeah. A little above. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, so what about the river and the lake? Have you experienced so, that? The bad part about the river, every time I float it, it's rain. So I'm like, <laughs> this is a curse. I shouldn't do that anymore. So. <laughs> But it's, it's nice. I, I love it. And I, I show my family every time they come. So but it's rain. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> every single time. Yes, yeah. Like, well, definitely holidays. It rains every holiday. Yeah. And so you just got to kind of be prepared for yeah, that. Like, so Yeah, I don't want to go anymore. Yeah, well, I didn't realize that you were a football player. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was so impressed with is the fact that you are a police officer for the city of Tahlequah, yes. and you are a firefighter for the city of Tahlequah. Yes. How is How do you do that? How do you balance that? So initially, how I first started, I became a volunteer firefighter, and honestly, it sprung up on me because I was like, I never thought about running to fires or whatever, but the yeah, opportunity got brought to me, and I took advantage of it, and it's like, um, knowing that with the city, it's a wait process to get on at the fire department, so you yes. got to... But it's kind of, I look at it as like a register year. You kind of get like an idea of like what you know your actual job is before you do the job. So it kind of gives you a yay or nay of like, this is something I really want to do. But in the meantime, um, Chief Baker and Chief Nader are real close. So it's like, why don't you give us a service in the police force? And I was like, hey, I thought about it, prayed about it. And then it 
with the opportunity. So he saw something that he wanted to yeah. promote with you. That's amazing. And I actually just graduated from Cleet yesterday. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Lots going on there. Too much. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> Well, what, so I know a lot of you are like, wait, I thought this was a real estate show. Yep. But here's the thing is we love people who are elevating the community and elevating themselves. And to be, I didn't realize the athleticism part because that is all about your mindset yeah. and really committing to your goals and then holding yourself accountable. Yeah. But I didn't realize you'd played for the LA Rams. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's, so you don't get that just from natural talent. That is like you make yourself get up and do the hard work. Yeah. And that's part of the podcast is we love to have people come on who have done the hard work and are committing that to our community and to Tahlequah. Um, but the way that I have connected with you is my granddaughter, the 12-year-old, is a prodigy, <laughs> according to her father, right? Um, and so she, uh, she is very athletic, um, not necessarily born with that, but she works very, very hard. And you have a program that you've been working with her on so tell us about and he wore the t-shirt that was that was really smart or the hoodie yeah. so it's aim athletes improving mankind i love that name yeah. tell us about this so the reason why i started aim is because i was one of those athletes that yes i grew up with some athleticism but i needed a little more help speed wise and obviously agility wise playing at a higher level I, obviously i needed that more help so I looked at it like I never got really that help until late into college. So I'm like, why not give these young athletes, starting at six or seven years old, why not give these young athletes a base of strength so they can understand what they're going to get into, into high school, into middle school, whatever age they start at. And I'm like, why not give them a step ahead, you know what I'm saying, so they can already transition and know what the lift is, how to do the lift, how to do it properly, and how to take care of their bodies so they can be the best athlete they can be. I love that because so many college athletes get injured yeah. and never make it beyond, right? Yeah. So um, one of the things though that, that I think is so awesome about the program, it's really about mindset also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so tell us kind of about that. So mindset is, to me, is 99% of what you, the athletes, <laughs> athletic side of it because if you don't have the right mindset upon it then obviously you're not going to get up and do it when you're supposed to or when nobody's watching so i try to instill that in all the kids that i've came across is like i always have the mindset that you're going to win I always have the mindset i never let the kids in the gym say they can't they always say i'm gonna learn how to do it so i try to change everybody's mindset to like hey i'm a winner i can do this i'm gonna learn how to do it or I'm gonna find a way, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's Do you think that has any crossover to being a police officer and a fireman and an LA Rams football? <laughs> I mean, I think teaching a young child, even if they're gonna be a pianist or yeah. you know, play an instrument or be an actress, yeah. I think everything comes from mindset, which yeah. is why I had him here today. <laughs> I feel like it's just a base of starting a good habit like if i can start a good habit of training my mom like hey i'm sore today but i still gotta go to work or i'm sore today i still gotta get up and go work out or go to practice or something like that it's building a healthy mindset of like 
no matter what, how I feel, I can still get this done, be the better, get better today. So that's what I try to build on. It's everything. Yeah. I think it's absolutely everything. And, and I do believe um, teaching them that they can overcome their own block, whatever that is, because yeah. most of the time it is a mental block and they think they can't, yeah. but they really can figure out a way around it. I love that. So where did that come from for you, from you? Like, um, did, did the family member help you with it or? So honestly, it's some guys here, um, some older guys that took me up under their wing because me coming out of high school, I'm like, I didn't know I had to lift weights. I was pretty athletic, so I'm like, mm. A little cocky. But yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> So I got to NSU and I got humbled real fast because it was bigger guys and they were big, uh, muscled up. I'm like, oh man, I got to get right. So <laughs> some guys took me up, up under their wings and we started a little program where we was like, okay, we got to get stronger if we want to play and be nominated at this level. So it kind of built my mindset and being around those guys, I'm super competitive, so I don't like to lose. So I always like, hey, I'm going to be better than you. So I just kept working at it. So. I love that. I love that. And and in real estate, that's kind of what we try to do is we, you know, we have people that we emulate or that we share ideas with so that we're constantly pushing each other yeah. and we're competing because we want to be the best for our clients. Um, and so are those, uh, are those individuals still around? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I actually, the gym that I work out of, the guy who's, um, I could consider him my brother and it's another gym in Muskogee. His name's Kyler Harris, and the guy that's running in Aaron Fowler. We're we're all like brothers, and we still compete to this day and talk. And he's like a mentor to me. So we love that word. Mentor yeah. is so important. And and if you are a realtor watching this, if you don't have a coach or a mentor, you are missing out. Um, because I think in in every aspect, and and that's exactly what you're doing is you're mentoring these young children, yeah. right? And and teaching them from an early age that anything is possible. There are no ceilings. Yeah. So, so tell us what the program looks like. How many days a week? Where would someone go to get into the program? What's the ages? So I have um, Facebook. I have Instagram, and it's all under Aim Fitness or Aim Performance for both. And it's four days a week. Right now, my schedule is kissing coming at 3.30 or 4.30. And it's hour-long sessions, but I say hour-long. I'm not a time-driven guy. I'm like, okay, we need to get this amount of work done in this set of time. So, I mean, it's not like right at the hour, we're going to get out of there. It runs an hour 30. It doesn't matter to me because I got time. And what we really try to focus on, like I said, a base of strength. Like, I get a six-year-old kid, they're not going to put a barbell on their back. They're going to understand, hey, I got to hold this dumbbell. I got to learn how to squat, where to position my feet. We're going to teach them deadlift, hand clean. Like I have a girl, her name's, I call her Baby B. We get the nickname. <laughs> okay. She's seven years old and know how to hand clean. She know how to power clean. She knows how to overhead squat. She knows how to do all these movements because I've been with her a year or two now. And she just understands. But it's four days a week. We focus on strength, and then after our strength workout or whatever, we get into speed and agility where we change directions, footwork, hand-eye coordination, just all the sorts of things. Okay. And what I've seen, because, again, my granddaughter, Alex, I can I can say her name, so... <laughs> 
I appreciate that. Yeah. But Alex, um, the confidence that came after working with you, yeah. because you worked with her on her speed and agility yeah. and then on her strength. And it's just, it's like not the cocky confidence, yeah. but it's like a quiet confidence that she has and just the way she carries herself yeah. into any situation now. Because I think it, it's a mindset of, wow, I didn't think I could do that, but you taught her that everything is possible. And I just think that's such a gift to give a young person. Yeah, yeah. because nowadays confidence is key. If you have confidence going into your sport, yes, you have ner nervous jitters. Everybody gets that. That's yeah. part of life. But you going in confident knowing that you put in the time, you've done this over and over again. It's just gives you a step ahead. And that's what like I said, mindset and confidence is who it is today. I love that. I love that. Okay. And so Facebook or Instagram, you mm -hmm. don't have a TikTok account? I don't have a TikTok account. <laughs> or, or AIM. We love over AIM. Yes, okay, y'all yes. just look him up on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And that's my favorite yeah, platform yeah. is TikTok. Okay. Okay. So what so firefighter, policeman, AIM. In all of your free time, what do you do? What do you do when you're not doing one of those? Um, it's kind of, I like to fish in my downtime when it's not cold. I'm not a big fan of the cold at all. But I like to fish. I just like to hang out and be with my friends at the gym. I really like to work out a lot. That's like my piece. So if I'm not doing those three things, I'm three or four things, I'm probably sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you do need some sleep with all of that going on. Okay, and so you're um, you're fishing at the river or at the lake? Bass, catfish? What do you what are we fishing for it's here? So, uh, honestly, I just put a worm on there. I'm all for it. But I, like you said, lake, river, or I got some people around here that got ponds too that they love to okay, just fish on. Okay. So you're you're probably meditating while you're fishing. Yeah, I'm just relaxing. I'm like, yeah. I bet you. Yeah. Okay, I'm, just, I like that. I'm not like a sports fish where I'm catching them and keeping them and eating them. Nah, I catch them. I'm like, oh, nice fish, and then I put it back. Okay. Okay. So it really is more for the chill effect yeah. of I like yeah. that. I like that. So that that's where you can find him if he's not doing one of the other things. So. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Um, so how long have you been doing AIM? Well, officially I've been doing AIM for probably four or five years, but I just made it like a LLC this year. Okay, getting real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I felt like it was time. Like everybody, I established myself and like I said, I have a good group of people that have been coming for a majority of the time. So it's like, okay, let's make yeah. sure this. He's got kind of a cult following <laughs> something like that yeah or something like that well the the parents are very very happy with the yeah. with the results and and again it's not just about them being athletic it's about giving them the confidence in themselves yeah. to do whatever um and so uh we we just so much appreciate you coming in today and, yeah. and chatting about it but what are the eight like how young is too young and how old do you work with? So I've worked with plenty of college kids um, from NSU, but I wouldn't say a young, like obviously probably like six, seven years old, just so they, the attention span of a six or seven year old, you know? So it's a 30 minute workout, but they obviously I can teach them 
a whole bit of things, but the main thing is I try to teach them is like, hey, I'm not just your coach. I want to be your friend. I want us to have fun while we're doing this because nowadays if it's not fun, yeah. people don't want to stick to it. So I would say probably six or seven years old is the age range where 30 minutes I can keep their attention, they learning, and they focus. Okay, so if somebody had even a junior high student or a high school student, yeah. you would work with them too. Of course. Okay, fantastic. So my, my ultimate goal is to help out school programs, which I'm not trying to be like a strength and conditioning coach, but I, I want to go in and help programs if that opportunity presents itself. Okay, hey coaches, <laughs> here's your guy right here. So, okay. That. So what else do we not know about you that we should know about you? Mm, I don't know. I'm, my ultimate goal is to buy, by this time next year, is to buy another house and rent out the house I'm in. So, he just got my attention. Didn't he? Yeah, so <laughs> that's my thing. I'm trying to get rental properties or Airbnbs. I'm trying to go that route. So that's what I'm trying to get. Fantastic. Well, we can help you with that for sure. For sure. Yeah, no problem. So one of the questions that we love to ask our guest on here, first off, are you affiliated with any nonprofit organizations that we should give a shout out to? Okay, no problem. You'll just take that out. Okay. So one of the questions we like to ask all of our guests, if money was no object and you were purchasing your dream home today, what three things would that dream home have to have? Money's no object. Well, a big garage, a big backyard, and a man cave area. <laughs> the man, the man yeah. cave always makes it in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So why the big garage? Are you a, a car guy? Yes. I, I drive a fast car, so I like to keep it inside, keep it nice, you know. So what do you drive? I drive a 2019 Dodge Challenger Scat Pack. I knew he was going to say Challenger. Yeah. I knew those are really fast. Yeah. Pack, so. Okay. I like to keep it covered up, so I need a big garage and, I don't know, I feel like I can get a lot done in my garage. I make like a home gym, so. Oh, okay. That's got to have the big garage. Okay. Those are, those are really not unreasonable yeah. things. So that's you. You're yeah. pretty... Pretty low. Yeah, I don't nothing special. I just need a garage, backyard. And okay, and near the lake though for fishing, or you need a pond. Or... I don't want to be that close. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. I drive. I don't. And someplace warm. Yes. Okay. Be warm. It's got to be warm. I I saw that. I'm the same way. I don't like the cold. So. I'm hard in Oklahoma though, but. You know. <laughs> Unfortunately, it leaves pretty quickly, yeah. so yes. Well, we're so excited that you came out today. We're going to put your, your links below so that everybody can find you and find AIM. If you're looking for a strength or agility coach um, for the kiddos, then check him out. Go to his Facebook or Instagram. I think you should all go check him out on TikTok because he acted a little funny about that one. But uh, we're going to see what's out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm super excited. We didn't know you'd play for the LA Rams. That's, yeah, our first famous, famous. Oh, um, no. Uh, no, no, he's 
she's like, nope, nope, shut that down. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're going to put your information so they can reach out to you and follow up. And if you have any questions about AIM, definitely follow up with him, not me. I'm not the athletic one here. Um, but if there's any topics that you want us to cover or you know someone that you would love to have uh, see on our the next episode, reach out and let us know. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow.